0: So here's the choice. Some people say the USA is finished, it's evil, a has-been, full of hate and injustice. The U.S. Constitution should be trashed and the Bill of Rights abolished. No free speech, no gun ownership, competition and free markets are bad, we're all too stupid. For our own good, the government must own everything and know all your secrets.
1: Other people say that America has created the freest, richest, happiest, most generous society that has ever existed in the world. That's why
2: millions of people are desperate to come here and escape their brutal lives in Cuba,
0: Venezuela, North Korea, and 100 other countries. In America, we have the right to succeed, the right to our own living, the right to have a family, the right to believe in God, the right to have our own ideas, the right to be safe and secure, and the right to be left alone. Where
3: do you stand? Help us save the Constitution and restore the American dream. Go to SaveMyFreedom.com. Brought to you by the American Media Council.
4: The following is a live copyrighted presentation. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time now for Radiolawtalk.com with your host Frederick Penny, Attorney at Law. And now Radiolawtalk.com.
5: This is Hour Two of Radio Law Talk. I'm your host, Frederick Penny with Denise Dirks, my co-host. Uh, and Cal Hunter, our three-time Emmy Award nominee, but never a winner, uh, producer. Thank you, uh, both of you, for being here. Todd Kunin is not here. He is usually one of our hosts. Let me tell you a little bit about us. I mean, some people don't know who we are or anything about us. Um, we are uh, a radio show. We are lawyers. Uh, we, this concept came up with Cal and I back about four years ago. We've known each other through radio maybe five years ago. And I think Denise, are we on our fourth year? Is this our fourth year, um, or third or fourth year?
1: No, this this is we're like at three and a half. Three and a we half years. Yeah. Yeah. We so, fourth yet
5: And and we started this show, Cal and I. We built a studio, um, and 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 Cal has a lot of experience in radio and television. Uh, Cal's a former news anchor on a number of. Uh, West Coast, uh, yeah, uh, Idaho and California, in California, yeah, in California. Yeah, yeah. and but 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 then pushed into radio because you know he got a little old. because I got fired. Yeah, yeah, because he. <laughs> <laughs> that, I was trying to figure a nice way to say it. <laughs> well, it's it's a, like uh, because he's uh, well, uh, not as handsome. A as he loser. Used to be. <laughs> well, what happens
4: is uh, uh, if if you're in television, they treat you really well, and then they fire you. It's just it's just how it happens. Yeah, I it's. Uh, there's a cliche in the industry. If you haven't been fired at least twice, you really haven't worked in radio or television. Right. So I've been fired three times. So it works out fine. I got it. I got. I earned my cred.
5: Okay. Well, that's exactly So we started this thing, and we're all attorneys. Denise is a family law attorney, and in my opinion, one of the best family law attorneys in the West Coast. And I know – I'm not saying that because she's here, because I truly have known her for many, many years – and we have been partners uh, in, in in ways
1: in legitimate in crime. legitimate
5: crime. No, <laughs> no, no crime. Uh, for a long time, and Denise <laughs> uh, Denise uh, works with a lot of the the cases that I people come to me, and I say Denise handles this for us. And or she's got she's got her own practice. And and then same with us. We me, I'm a personal injury lawyer, uh, and Todd Cunin is a former prosecutor for the DA's office in Tennessee and in California. And uh, he now has his own criminal law practice. And he is actually more famous than the two of us, Denise, or even Cal. He,
3: Where's
5: he, he actually has what's called an IBD, IMBD, which yeah. is like... Uh, Internet,
4: International Movie Database, IMDB. DB, yeah.
5: yeah he, he's been on commercials. He's actually that Yahoo commercial. Uh, he's See, like one of the main characters. Michael
4: Ash. No, it's, Mark Ashborn. Mark Ashburn. Well, Mark
5: Ashborn well, is what yeah, I call him. That's,
4: that's and he's been on a
5: number of commercials that, and and he does, believe it or not, he is the voice on some video games that you probably play, uh, or your kids play, uh, or grandkids. And uh, that's Todd Cunin. and Cal has. Uh, Been around the block a few times and is our producer and makes sure things run right. And And
4: in Los Angeles, I am the voice of Worthington Ford. That's true. (laughs) Cal Worthington from Los Angeles, California. And that's who we are.
1: And me, I made it to the Books on um, who's who in high school students, who's who in American college students.
0: Who's who, who, who in sunbathing and on the
4: roof.
5: <laughs> Ooh, she got he, he, oh. he went straight for the heart on that one. Well, it was easy. She, she gave it to me. And everyone who's listening, you got to go back and listen. to. Just look up, uh, let's see, sunbathing on the roof. We, Is it on our
1: No, not podcasts? anymore because, remember, we got so much that we are, our one hours are not there anymore. Oh, so it. it starts only with the marijuana laws. It doesn't go the ones before it. And it was really good because oh, it, was, it was the yeah. judge's recusal. Mm-hmm. It was that, that discussion about how um, you can remove a judge in California and other states. And that one is not there anymore. But maybe we should think about including it as one of our best of. Just sometime in the future. Just
4: Well, if we can find it, we will.
5: Yeah, yeah that's what yeah. we're talking about. We won't, that, we won't get it into archive. detail. Yeah, just just right. think about it. It's on archives. But that's who we are. We have a great yeah. time. Welcome again, WRWH. a.m. and 93.9 f.m. in Cleveland, Georgia. I had to look twice when I saw Cleveland, Georgia. I know uh, I talked to our affiliates relations individual, and he said, no, you're already in Cleveland, Ohio. I said, oh, we are? I I guess we're in that area also. But uh, I didn't know there was a Cleveland, Georgia, but welcome.
4: Well, we welcome the folks in Cleveland. I want to and, go there. Yeah, the yeah. I'd love to see it.
5: Yeah. yeah, I bet you. We're actually Georgia. We're all up and down the coast of Georgia. We really are strong in Georgia. We're all over. We're in Tennessee. We're we're, we're all over the place In the well. Carolinas
4: where some people may be being hampered by weather right now. Right. And, of course, we wish all of those folks right. the very best in a horrible situation.
1: And in Louisiana, too, I hear.
4: Yeah. Yeah, it's it's a nightmare out there right now. And and here we are in the middle of smoke and fires again
1: here. Again, yeah. Again. Yeah. yeah. And eight today five, was hard. Today was like when I got up, my eyes down. are really eight
5: five five Law Radio. Again, it's yeah. eight five, five 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 two nine seven two three four. And you can talk to Cal Hunter, our producer. He's the believe it or not, he does everything. He answers phone, he cleans the toilets after we're done. And uh then he goes home <laughs> turns and then,
1: off all the equipment.
5: That's exactly right. Locks so, up. Yeah. yeah. We're gonna talk about what's <laughs> what <they, laughs> complaints. <whines>, like a <laughs> let's
1: not
4: forget that.
5: So <laughs> uh, go to Twitter, Instagram. But th- it is true, Cal. We we uh, a lot of some stations have us for an hour, two hours, three hours. Go to www.radiolawtalk.com and you can click live and listen to us live, or you can play the podcast anytime you want. Um, remember, we're going to do a case or no case next, but we're going to talk about the Simpsons composer is suing the show. We've got to talk about that. This really weird. Uh, death case, well, the case where a person supposedly was uh, had passed away but w- had not. We're talking about UCLA suing Under Armour. Denise, this is a very interesting thing we're going to discuss. Yeah. And we want to tease you a little bit about it, Yeah. but that's going to be very interesting. Um, Cal, I don't, and then we're going to go into a bizarre lawsuit about neighbors. Yes. Helping neighbors. Um, we're going to discuss that. We're doing Simpsons. Oh, yeah, we're going to talk about the Simpsons. But t- should we? Do we have time to start case or no case, Cal? Uh,
4: yeah. Pr- uh, no, let's yeah, not. I let's not. Think, let's nah. not. Nah, I'd rather not. I, so, I, I want to let this one breathe. Okay, let's bit. let it breathe. Yeah. We're going to talk yeah. about
5: case or no case when we come back. But
1: let's, let's let um, let's let our people in Georgia know what case or no case is.
5: Go ahead, Cal. Um.
1: Cal, our producer, likes to come up with scenarios and or cases that are strange. And, you know, different laws could apply to it. And he tries to stump us. So if we guess it's a case, then we have to say what the outcome is. Or if it's not a case, we have to say not a case. And we get, we're all over the place. But we're working toward the person that gets to 51st is going to be the one who gets to be celebrated with a dinner of their you choice. And see,
4: every answer is a two point, I mean, every correct answer, you either mm-hmm. get the case or no case correct and the outcome correct. And, yep. Yeah. But if you get it wrong, you just, you just, and, don't and, get and it the
5: best answer. part about it is you get a, a meal paid for by the other hosts in the smoke field area outside in the parking lot with a mask on and uh, social distancing 100 feet away
4: pre-barbecued
5: yeah so so it's it's really good for your health (laughs) uh because the the government's trying to help us out here come on guys i just oh those of you i just got on a rant was it two weeks ago my rant you should have heard my rant i know the government's trying to help us with this covid 19 but when i drive by the denny's and it's it's 105 out and they're in the parking lot cuz they say they're worried about people getting covid inside and these poor elderly people are dying of heat stroke and <laughs> it's the smoke it's the, it's the fires from california the smoke and, the and heat. it's 105 yeah. so and that, they're yeah. sitting out there they got their masks on and i'm driving by going Dude, there's no coronavirus right now because the, the fires have already burned it up. And, by the way, the ambulances are pulling up. I uh, like to take these old folks. They've got heat stroke. They can't breathe because of the smoke. But they got their meal, that's for sure.
4: And the tennis balls on their walkers are catching
5: fire. It's so hot. That's I mean, exactly right. <laughs> and they're in the parking lot. Yeah, I'm, I'm on the handicapped site right here. It just, Ladies and gentlemen, sometimes things just don't make sense. And I like to let people know they don't make sense. So anyway, we're coming back. I'm Fred Penny, your host with Denise Turks, our uh, three-time Emmy Award nominee but never a winner, Cal Hunter, and we're gonna do a case or no case.
4: Stay tuned. Radio Law, law Talk continues. That is a logical choice. We'll have more for you after this.
3: concussion medical clinic knows active people run the risk of the concussion soccer football even a simple fall can lead to a brain injury concussion medical clinic can test you before you start a sports program so they can have a baseline and more quickly diagnose a concussion should one occur they also offer expert witness services if you're involved in a concussion case and their specialty is the treatment of concussion so if you have suffered a concussion and want the best concussion care available give concussion medical clinic a call 916-259-4043 916-259-4043 Concussion Medical Clinic.
0: That's 800-814-5108
1: What does Todd can't see?
4: You're listening to Radiolawtalk.com, and now back to your host Frederick Penny. Roll it, Cal. Okay. Stand by, I have to make a click to one screen Here we go, stand by there we go. Now it's time here we go. to play oh, here we go. Case or no case Okay, okay It went so well in rehearsal Okay Okay <laughs> Okay <laughs> Once again, three-time nominee, never winner Bill was a fine carpenter and a deacon in his own church Ooh. And a member of the guild He was such a good carpenter He was a carpenter's guild level performer But Bill had an issue Uh... He had a mistress. Oh, oh, and he had another mistress. They did not know about each other. Each of them had children, but he did the right thing and chose to support them financially. So to, uh, you know, to pay for it, he decided to take up gambling. That didn't go well.
5: Isn't it gambling having two girlfriends?
4: Is I don't that know. What?
5: <laughs> oh, is that the gambling
0: you're talking How about? How much more risk do you need in your oh, life, that, Bill?
4: That,
5: that, <laughs> gambling is, that's no
4: risk. Hey, honeys, let's go to Vegas. Okay, <laughs> right. So Bill decided then, when that didn't work out well, that he would steal from his clients in Edinburgh, Scotland. You see, in the 1760s, Bill's time, people left their door keys hanging on a nail inside the door of their homes. So he would go in and do his work, and when they weren't looking, he would pour, uh, take a key and make an impression in some putty, then go home and pour a cast of the key, and then go in and steal uh, from them. And he did quite well at that. For 20 years, he was a thief. One Sunday afternoon, he went into an elderly client's house to burgle. He figured she was at church. She saw him. Even though he had a mask on, she thought she recognized him. And so she said, uh, I'm going to seek the advice of a professional here since I don't have any real proof. I'm not sure I can trust my eyes. But she thought she saw Bill. And so I asked you. Saw
5: Bill, the parish, the
4: deacon. The deacon, deacon Bill. And I ask you, case or no case, what do you think would come out of a case like this? Back in this. Remember, he's a deacon in the church. And this woman was normally going to be at church and that's an important part of the story, mm-hmm. even though I'm not trying to sell it. It's an important part of the story. So, Okay. Denise, what do you say?
1: That's a really interesting fact. Yeah. So he's a deacon in the church, and if I'm not mistaken, deacons are like elders, yes. correct? Yep. Okay. And... Not only should she have been in church, but he should have been too.
4: Right. She was sick. He should have been there. (laughs) Right. But he snuck out so he could go do his little nasty deeds. And so she
1: sought counsel to see what she could do back in the 1760s in Scotland. But of
4: Scotland, I.
1: And you know the law was really, really defined back in 1760s. Very clear. Yeah,
4: yeah. 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 There was not not much gray area there. It was a light switch, binary, shall we say.
1: Nope, and this would be a capital crime.
4: Yes, that's right. You're right about that. Very good. Burglary was punishable by death. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So um, this is really a fun one. This is one of those bathroom book ones. <laughs> no, it's not. Cal. Oh, oh yeah, I'm gonna,
5: I'm gonna, oh yeah, I'm using this one oh, tomorrow.
1: 17. I
0: mean.
5: <laughs> Hold on. Click, 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 Toilet paper. All right, this is what I'm using tomorrow. You yeah. know
1: what? I think that he was charged criminally. I do. I think he was charged criminally. He couldn't get out of it, even though he was a deacon. So I think she got in touch with the equivalent to their policing agency and said, I'm pretty sure this is the person it was. And then they started to look in it, and then they investigated, and they found that he had these keys. So I would say it is a case, and he gets charged criminally and is convicted.
4: That's so super logical. What do you think, Fred?
5: Yeah. Well, oh, too well. late <laughs> now. No Seinfeld episode. George, do the opposite. It'll work. So George Seinfeld, uh, George uh, Costanza. Remember, in the uh, they always said, you know, whatever. If if life is so bad and everything's going wrong, whatever you normally think is right, do the opposite, George. So I'm gonna do the opposite. But it is. There's no doubt this is a case because it's just you think it wouldn't be in the 1700s, but you know what? There's some sort. Of you know legal remedy or issue that comes out of this case that's precedent setting. And I'm telling you that's that's gotta be the answer here. So it's a case and something comes out of this that becomes a precedent, and I'm gonna say the the deacon wins. He is not prosecuted. I mean he's not he does not go to jail.
4: Not convicted for that.
1: Oh, so she's not a good eyewitness okay
4: well i i think that's great i love this case when i found it i said to myself you know wait, this so is ideal is case. this is ideal because those of you who say it is a case uh yes oh, wait 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 wait. i'm sorry let me oh, let's change that what okay let's go oh. the woman said that couldn't possibly be bill borden the deacon of the church he has such a fine reputation so rather than believe her own eyes, she refused to file charges. Bill stopped burglaring because he nearly got caught. But what? that, ladies and gentlemen, so is no case. No, no, case. No, no case. no case. No case. What? No case. Wait a no minute. Case.
5: No. I teased you with the applause. No case. Well, so okay, so that happened.
4: It's a true story. True
5: story. But she decided. I don't know for sure that was Bill. I
4: must not have seen Bill.
5: And so she never...
4: Never filed charges. And this was a precedent. This is Bill Borden. Bill Borden, Lizzie Borden. I think from the Borden family, I think that's where I got the story. Uh, but anyway, it was ended up being a true scenario, but absolutely no case. And I'm sorry, but it was pretty good. And so I she didn't a make
1: a good eyewitness. No,
4: she, she said I just can't trust my so
5: own. So Cal, kid. I just want to make sure I could that you've never seen. I could have not seen him. Could you, not uh, have seen you, him. You, you know how to yet. make the zeros now, right? For oh, me. Oh yeah, I'm yeah. pretty good at that. Yeah, yeah pretty. Uh... Next
4: hour. Uh oh, next hour. Next. Next, next hour, give Fred a zero. I'm taking you to Stockton, Minnesota, for the case of the light-triggered Smith. And Weston. That's next time on Case or No Case. What can we do for that? Wow.
5: That'll be epic. That's that. yeah, that'll be good. I'm yeah. still mad that I'm not <laughs> very smart at this. Well when we come back, I go scal we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna take you out from it. But we are talking about the Simpson composer. Very interesting case there. UCLA is suing Under Armour. We're gonna talk to you about why. COVID nineteen is part of it, by the way. And the bizarre lawsuit about neighbors. Helping Neighbors. We're going to be back after this with Denise and I and Cal Hunter, our producer.
4: Stay tuned. There's much more Radio Law Talk coming up right here. Don't go away. Radio Law Talk and RadioLawTalk.com.
6: Thanks, tax doctor.
0: If you owe $10,000 or more to the IRS or state, call now and pay less. 800-263-2610. 800-263-2610. That's 800-263-2610. Dish TV is better than cable TV. Why? Because you can save 45% on packages compared to your high-priced cable bill. (laughs) 800 814 5108. 800 814 5108.
4: That's 800 814 51052. Are you serious? Now, Radio Law Talk continues. Here's your host, Fred Penny.
5: So before we get to the uh, Simpsons thing, okay, so. Um, Lawyers are involved, so we bring stuff like this up. Uh, in Michigan, a 20-year-old Michigan woman was declared dead. Apparently, the family calls and said she—they didn't think she was breathing or she was struggling—and and and the uh, the fire department and the ambulance come and they uh, basically, to make a long story short, they they really didn't just like oh she she's passed away. 30 minutes trying to revive her. They check multiple times. Her, her pulse, and not just one person, but multiple people, and they declare her dead. And then uh, this is, you know, cut into the chase. They take her. Uh, there's an argument, you know, that they put her in her body bag and 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 carted her off before
1: they even put her in the body bag hang on they somebody thought that they saw her move yeah no so and so they they she said hey she's moving i I, i'm certain of it so they checked her again after this event and they're like there's no pulse there's no breath yeah she's dead
4: yeah, Time to s- let her go, they say.
5: Right. Yeah, and so, but the thing is, is there is an argument, just so you know, the they said they never did put her in a body bag, They that was not true. Yeah, the
1: paramedics the did. The paramedics
5: said they didn't do it, and they hauled her off to... Um, the
1: family had her removed to a funeral a home. Funeral
5: home, and the funeral, you know, they the bodies are back over there in the colder area, and they come over to embalm her, and they realize she's breathing, and, and her and eyes are open at him. looking at them. <laughs> And, and that's so scary. That is crazy. And and they so it's obviously be, they call they call the the ambulance and they take her to the hospital yeah. and
1: and she's still alive although she's in it looks like critical condition, not physically
4: great shape, yeah. but nonetheless she was still alive. Yeah, so that is, and she has is, a
1: huge oh. underlying health concern. Can as you imagine
4: was. waking up and here's a, here, because I've I've actually been present when there's been an embalming taking place. A friend of mine is a funeral director. I helped him a couple of times. But can you oh. add the first thing you do is there's a scalpel, and there's a cut right up here to yeah. the vena cava yeah. where the the, the right. liquid is put in and the blood is drained out right and you wake guy sitting there with his little mask on and a scalpel getting ready to just oh, cut you I mean, you? Yeah. I mean yeah. that's what you see yeah, what an yeah. awful thing for her and for for the funeral director going
1: <gasps> so I was talking with my friends last night because I wanted to know what our topics were going to be today, yeah. and I said this one really kind of excited to talk about. And they raised something that I had forgotten all about. And it's back in the days they used to have a little bell inside of the casket. True. So oh, that true. if somebody was t- woke up in their in the casket they can ring the bell. And
4: that's what it's a it's a bell ringer. Yes. It's a bell ringer and yeah and then people had to do I the didn't night know watch. That.
5: Had
1: That's night right. Watch that. But
4: they didn't yeah.
5: embalm or what?
1: But, no, but, it didn't embalm back then. Okay. But it, they there's horror stories about them opening a casket and seeing scratches down yeah. on, like somebody's trying to get oh. out or,
4: or maybe people feared it. We don't know if that actually happened, but there were people who feared that. You know who the first practical embalming case in the United States was? Were Abraham Lincoln. Oh. True story. The funeral industry used this embalming because, remember, he took this big, long train ride.
5: yes. Right. And
4: then people tried to break in and steal his body probably three or four times. And after 50 years, they finally finished his tomb. And the last guy came to his child and said... Do you want to see what the president looks like? He said no. they opened up the casket, and there he said he was still in relatively good shape, all things considered. They closed it up and moved him over and buried him. But Abraham Lincoln was the first practical case of, of embalming was put on display in the United States.
1: Yeah. Wow.
5: Yeah
4: fascinating stuff.
5: You learn everything at Radio Law Talk. But anyway, (laughs) so they've got an attorney, the family does. We don't know what's going on. Nothing's happened yet, as in, at least that we know of at at this point. They're just still investigating. And they're emotionally upset, the family, which they should be. And and I'll tell you, you know, on the on the um, the first responders, they are they're despondent about this. They're so upset. Well, they should be. They yeah. they just feel bad yeah. for the family. Um, but uh, but I could see that you know there's no foul play involved here. It was just. What's man, the intent? There but was, 30 yeah. minutes they were revived. 30 yeah. minutes they tried mm-hmm. and they. Checked her so many times for her breath, her, her, uh, and she's, she's has disabilities.
4: So, no this BP, is, yeah. no, no, no breathing, according to them. So, her breathing must have been so shallow and they keep the blood circulating, but all of this temp, right? Well, I'll tell you one thing, she woke up with a bruised sternum.
5: Yeah.
1: <laughs> oh, I'm where, sure. Yeah. I don't think she's woke up yet. Oh, okay. but, but that's anyway, my point story. is that's, I a, think she's it's a sad
5: story. It's, it's a, it's a good one that it turned out that, that she's alive, but it's, it just seems like this poor family's gone through a lot, but. Who knows if there's going to be lawsuits involved, but there's lawyers starting to get involved. Yeah, well,
4: sure there's going to be lawsuits. Uh, and the f- poor funeral home. Oh, come on. The, the lawyers never no, bring don't lawsuits. No, I think the,
1: fu- the funeral home, they're not going to be sued. That's my point.
4: What did they do? Nothing. So Nothing. who are they going to go after? They're going to go after the city of Detroit or whoever the ambulance company and first responders were. Right. And, you know, we all know that those, they have a history of settling those things. So there'll probably be some money changing hands. That's my theory.
1: Yeah. I don't know.
5: This is interesting about the uh, the Simpsons. One of our how long have the Simpsons... Anybody have any twenty twenty how many twenty, 20 something eight five five law radio. If you want to call in and comment about these eight five five law radio, um, it is five two is 529-7234. So a former Simpson composer is bringing a lawsuit against basically the owners the of Simpsons, Simpsons, and uh, which is a very successful you know uh, show. Uh, he's 79 year old. Um, I'm going to call him Mr. Clausen. Apparently, he's a well-known and a very w- well-respected composer. And um, it was a surprise that he he thought that he was let go. And they brought in what's interesting is they just didn't let him go. They they brought in uh, what's a, ver- a very famous composer uh, by the name of uh, I'll I'll think of it in a minute, but I can't remember. They it's not like they just let him go and just brought anyone. Oh, Hans Zimmer they yeah. brought in which is, you know, a top-notch composer. And their argument was they let him go because um, he was outsourcing work to his son and others, which is what they didn't like, and concerns that he was not good enough or diverse enough to produce things, including hip-hop music and stuff like that, that they're going to diversify with The Simpsons.
1: Yeah, mm. The Simpsons isn't it the longest running um animated, An- animated show in
4: the history, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah? Yeah.
1: Yeah, and and this Stole. guy and this guy's done all their music up until the time that he was um terminated and he this is an example of why you amend your complaints people right
5: this is interesting what happened
1: you have your complaint there and almost always it's challenged by a demur or by a motion to dismiss something similar like that saying there's not enough facts and Evidence here or allegations here to support a cause of action. Did he allege age
4: discrimination? What did he? He he, alleged
1: age discrimination in his first complaint, and so then he was. uh, and And the motion to dismiss was. Um, he was granted leave to amend. There we go. And so he amended his complaint and he added in a disability claim because he had gotten um, Parkinson's disease.
5: But and he didn't tell them about it and it for was about not three in years. It, yeah,
1: and he wasn't in his first
5: complaint. Okay, so let's back up. This is interesting to know. So when his complaint was he was fired because of his age discrimination. That's his, his main first complaint. Um, and, then, and then apparently the argument from Fox, who owns Simpsons somehow, uh, said, well, we never knew that you had anything other than you know, if you're trying to claim an age discrimination, what's this Parkinson's thing? We, we, you never told us before? Wasn't even in your complaint. And, and he, apparently he had it in 2013. He was diagnosed and kept it private.
1: But in 2016, he started having tremors and experiencing some spasms. And um, one of the Fox executives commented on that and said, hey, what's going on? Um, you know, now's not the time to piss off the producers. Right. And kind of made uh, that comment right. like he was doing something
5: So he wrong. didn't tell him
4: because he feared reper- repercussions for his disability.
1: Who yeah. wants to talk about a Parkinson's?
5: So he amends. It's very this, difficult. So he amends the complaint and adds that uh, to his complaint. That, that says that uh, it's it, I have a disability and I was fired because of that, too. So here's what happens. The court, this is very interesting, throws out the age discrimination or the main part of the case but upholds it and allows them to go forward. Doesn't mean that he won the case. Allows the case to go forward on the disability uh, issue.
1: And the judge goes so far as to say he's likely to win wow that case which is an unusual step for the trial judge to say at this stage wow yeah and uh, people are people are basically saying they wish the judge would have done a better um, more detailed analysis of what this means because the decision is pretty much just a cut and dried decision without a bunch right. of analysis
5: well sometimes judges do that so they don't get appealed If you, it's general you know
1: yeah especially since it's you know Uh, The appeal, there's really a presumption that the trial court's right a lot of times. Here's
5: the interesting thing. I know we're almost out of time. Sometimes the judges do that on purpose, I think. I don't know. I've never been a judge to say, hint, hint, go back and settle this, guys. And you'd be shocked at how many, you know, that's a smart way to push them. Guys, sit down and resolve this so we don't have to go through a trial. We're going to be back. We've got a lot more to talk about at Radio Law Talk. Call us at 855 Law Radio or 855 521 7234. We'll be back.
4: Remember, we're live Pacific 9 to noon every Saturday. You can tune in then at RadioLawTalk.com, and all of our episodes, or at least the lion's share of them, are available on our website, RadioLawTalk.com. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com.
2: At TicketChocolate.com, we believe that simplicity is best. We also know that chocolate is one of life's finest things that can help you savor your greatest moments. Late night visits with old friends, overdue romantic moments, and quiet mornings all to yourself. See their wide variety like hot chocolate sticks or creamy marshmallows and a lot more at TicketChocolate.com. They remind busy people like you to take time for the pleasure small things can give. TicketChocolate.com, where simplicity is best
3: concussion medical clinic knows active people run the risk of the concussion soccer football even a simple fall can lead to a brain injury concussion medical clinic can test you before you start a sports program so they can have a baseline and more quickly diagnose a concussion should one occur they also offer expert witness services if you're involved in a concussion case and their specialty is the treatment of concussion so if you have suffered a concussion and want the best concussion care available give concussion medical clinic a call 916-259-4043 916-259-4043
4: The family of attorneys at Denise L. Dirks is here to help.
2: I knew I had a
5: problem, but I
2: didn't know what to do about it.
6: I tried counting calories, I took pills, eating and eating, and then more eating. I
4: really wanted to stop, but nothing could make me stop.
6: At one point, it was so bad that I just felt like giving up. I felt so alone, like nobody else could possibly understand.
3: We understand. We're Overeaters Anonymous, and we have helped thousands of people just like you. People who want to stop their compulsive eating and start living a healthy,
1: rewarding life. Overeaters Anonymous help me get my life back.
6: Now I eat in a way that's healthy and good for me. I never realized what I was missing out on. With OA, I am living again and loving it. Start living the life you deserve with help from Overeaters Anonymous. Find us on the web at oa.org. That is our dole.
4: Time to get back to Radio Law Talk on RadioLawTalk.com and on your favorite radio station.
5: All right. Uh, my mo- uh, The one that I love to say this name, this word, for- Force Manure. And so that's the way I've always said it. Force manure. What is force manure? Denise, tell everybody what force manure is.
1: Well, let's let's talk about force majeure. Oh,
5: yes, majeure. <laughs> I'm sorry, force majeure.
1: This, this is a very good I have of. to tell a
5: quick story. Can I, I tell like the it. story? When that's anecdotal. That's anecdotal. When I was in first law school, when you first do this stuff. And remember when you're in law school, they'll sit there and in your first year... That they drill you, the professors. They do. By the second third year, they're like they're leaving you alone a little bit, but it's like, let's see. And I still remember when I was in law school, I called it force manure.
1: And <laughs> you know how things used to make you laugh in law school? Yeah. I used to giggle about intestate succession. Every single time.
5: Why does every that time. not
4: surprise me? <laughs> it just
1: sounded wrong. It sounded bad.
5: Force manure. There you go. It forces you to have manure. I, I just there you go, but I had to give you a cow, sir. I, that yeah. was perfect. Go ahead and yeah. tell them what it is.
1: Well, you, let's start this. UCLA and Under Armour had an agreement, a contract, and it was like a 15-year contract, and it was worth about 280 million dollars. And the agreement was that um, UCLA would allow Under Armour to utilize um, its, you know, its it's um, is it athletes?
5: Well, all the athletics, all the athletic department. The, there you go. Not just football, not just basketball, which are the two bigger ones. All sports, Under Armour sponsors UCLA.
1: That's right, and was using them in their um, their ads and stuff right. like that. And
5: but, they
4: provided uniforms and other consideration for this. Is that how they? Well, they got they
1: that, did. They put 11 million dollars per year in the rights for the marketing um, fees, as well as contributing two million per year to improve the facilities of UCLA. And 6.85 wow. wow. million a year in apparel. That's important. That's
4: huge because that's, that's where the that's the advertising happens. That's right exactly,
1: right. and so. Um, that what happened is that under armour said hey i can't we can't do this you know first of all you guys are losing yeah. And badly losing second, you don't even have a sports right now. And so this is not something we can do.
4: Oh, you mean because of the COVID? They said uh, yeah. w- when you are playing, you stink. And when you're not stinking up the field, well, you're not playing because nobody's right. playing.
1: Yeah, and nobody's playing. So with us, we're not getting any advertising. And so this is a contract that's impossible to to do. Wow. So UCLA is, um, is suing to enforce the terms of the contract. And, of course, Under Arm is claiming force majeure as being a defense to enforcement of the contract and what does that mean what is what is force majeure
5: force manure what does forcing manure mean well, force means obviously an
4: external, I mean, a uh, uh, external, outside, uncontrollable, yep. unforeseeable force. That's my guess. Like similar to an act of God or something like that. Exactly.
1: That's what we would call it. Is that what it is? Oh, okay. Yes, it okay. is. It's like an act of God, but it's really an occurrence <laughs> of an event which is outside the reasonable control of the party and which prevents that party from performing its obligations under a contract. So it's contract law, hmm. and it's just it's like you know, if I say I'm going to. Sell this tree to you and then a tornado comes and takes away the tree, well, you can't
4: Or I'm going to perform. pay this mortgage to you and here comes a fire and the house is gone and your insurance is la- uh, whatever, but I'm just saying that, that in that interim period, you know, you're saying well, who, who could foresee a fire coming and well, wiping out it, my home?
1: Well, yeah. you could, right? and, I, and I'm going to
5: argue with that one. Yes, that's, that is foreseeable.
1: Well, that is why you have insurance. Right, that's right. Why but I'm here. saying so, in, yeah.
4: d- in Northern California there were many folks who simply right. did not and got
1: caught. Yeah, but
4: that
5: this yeah. is such a bizarre COVID-19 Thing right.
1: that, we're going to see a lot of this coming up.
5: It's very interesting. This is not like a few million. This is now. The, now the contract's 15 years, and the contract's been going on only two years. So it sounds like out of the 280 million, they've already paid out the 80 million, and 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 gone ahead. So that's why they're suing for the 200 million. But you jump on the side of a Under Armour. What are they getting out of this? Not, they're not getting what the contract says. They're getting nothing. And, and yeah. so, at least according to what Denise is saying in the force ma- manure, um, we we make sure that 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 it's a it's a good strong argument to some degree because they're not receiving what they bargained for. They're supposed to be playing football and basketball and baseball and and all these other sports and their logo on it and tv rights and and under armor on tv all over the place none of that's happening so how can under armor be writing checks when that's not occurring
4: and why would UCLA insist that they did isn't it obvious to them
5: uh, yeah that's that and that is the whole crux of what's going on in the nba in the NFL, in the Major League Baseball.
4: And in college tuition, because there's been a yeah. lawsuit where kids say reduce our tuition. And the universities are saying, I don't think so. Yeah, because
5: you're not there. You're yeah. you're doing it online. So they want to play both so ways. And so how's this yeah. all going to work? I mean, think of the the athletes want their money. They've got contracts. Yeah. But if they're not playing, the owners are saying, I'm not making revenue. I'm not putting people in the stands. Forced I'm for not. sure. Yeah. Our yeah.
1: contract, there's no way to fulfill the contract right now. Right. No way to perform. And, you know, it's going to be, this is going to be, in my opinion, a valid defense in a lot of situations. I agree. Yeah. Um, especially in the, con- well, only in the context of contracts. But.
5: I think this is going to come insurance,
1: out. Insurance, act of God, may be a reason the insurance company doesn't have to pay. I mean, I can tell you how this is going to play out all over the place.
5: Well, so. Under Armour, though, at least a little bit to their credit, I'm not, is for 2020-21, they still uh, have sent all the uh, apparel to the athletes yeah. so they can still wear the apparel. But Even but, though they're not playing. Yeah, and it's just kind of bizarre. If, and, and I've seen college sports, and you guys know, we don't go into detail about this, but I do have family members in professional sports. And, uh, and the,
1: that were in college as well.
5: Yeah, in college also, and, mm-hmm. and including my daughter. But anyway, long story short, it's the amount of apparel that comes through, the, the Nike apparel that came through the college that my daughter and son-in-law uh, were athletes, it, amazing the amount of Nike money that Which flows. shows right. the
4: pressure that big-time money from sponsors can put on a program, right?
1: Right. Well, Is that, that but yeah. also the support I mean, it's not it's just huge. pressure, it's, it's support. Huge. Right, and look right, at Oregon. Yeah. What would Oregon Ducks be without the help of, of Nike? Nike. Yeah. And you without know? the help
4: of Disney so they can use the Donald Duck logo. That was a
1: handshake deal. Do you remember <laughs> right? that? Yes, I do. Oh, my yeah. gosh. I love that story about Walt Disney and the handshake. No, I didn't know that. Tell yes. that story. What? Oh, it was right, right. was it, at 60s, like right when Disneyland mm-hmm. had come, and now Walt Disney was doing a lot with Donald Duck and It already had Mickey Mouse, but Donald Duck was now starting to become real popular. And um, him and the dean of of Oregon, um, they were talking about using that duck. As a as the symbol for as Oregon the Ducks, yeah, the mascot. Yeah, the mascot. Yeah. And they shook hands, and there's a picture of them shaking hands. Really? And then about 20 years later, they tried Disney after after the death of Walt Disney. Yeah. They tried to Disney tried to uh, officiate that and say you can't use it anymore. And they had the picture, and they said we get to do it. And by gosh, they won, and they Oregon should, gets because, to use it.
5: because there is a thing people don't realize. Oh, well, they didn't have a contract. A contract doesn't have to be written. It oh. can be an oral
1: contract, remember. Yes, and it can be sealed by taking action and right. becoming fully executed as right. well. So once so it's So when you shake done... hands... Yes. I mean,
4: no it,
5: bump yeah. hands. Now bump hands.
4: Okay, bump bump elbows. <laughs> el- now it's air pits. <laughs> <the aerobics. laughs> <laughs> yeah.
5: You can't it can be if there's evidence
1: and proof of that. Absolutely. And then and, and then they, they relied on it too, Denise, right? That's another argument. They did rely on it. They used it for all these years open and notoriously. Yeah. Uh, so the copyright issue wasn't wasn't um you know, it became something that was done. But I, but I I, I, I want to finish one final thing on the UCLA thing. okay
5: this like Denise said, we've got to watch this very close because this, I think like Denise said, is going to start rolling throughout the country. How can businesses afford to uphold their their you know contracts when they're not getting what they're supposed to do because and they can't sell their product? Uh, You know, I don't know what's going to happen.
4: And the rolls uphill and downhill. How can the wholesaler make money? How can the retailer make money? How can the laborers who produce the products? How can they make money? The answer is you can't.
5: We hope and pray we don't have another
1: 1929,
5: you know, uh, depression because of everything's going on. Hey,
1: we have a third hour to come up. No, we don't. don't No, we don't. We yeah, we oh, we do. We do. We do. We do right?
4: And you'll get a chance to hear Fred take another swing at and Case lose, or Noakes.
1: And lose.
5: <laughs> and then the best part about third hour, those of you who are new, you're gonna do what we're gonna do a thing called quick takes. Wait, and we'll tell you what quick takes are. We'll be back. Hour three, hang on. We'll put deodorant on.
4: <laughs> Stay tuned. There's more radio lot talk coming right up, right here, wherever you're listening to the show. We thank you for it.
6: host of the Chosen Generation radio show. In July of 2017, I was in a catastrophic car accident, and I broke my neck, the base of my skull, my back, my ribs, and both legs. As you might imagine, getting a good night's sleep has been a real challenge. Well, then at CPAC in 2019, I met Mike Lindell of My Pillow. Mike wanted to help me to get a good night's rest and introduced me to his pillows, his mattress topper, and his Giza cotton sheets. I can tell you they really work. And Mike has authorized me to offer you a special discount on MyPillow products. Call 800-662-9236. That's 800-662-9236. One more time, 800-662-9236. Use the promo code PastorGreg. That's PastorGreg. Or you can use it at the MyPillow website.
0: For the best night's sleep in the whole
5: wide world, visit mypillow.com.